This podcast is brought to you by FanshareSports.com, a website that compiles and curates the weekly recommendations of daily fantasy industry experts for you to gauge which players will be the most popular and which players are going overlooked. Head on over to FanshareSports.com and check it out. Welcome in everybody, week 16 NFL DFS podcast. I'm Pat James. Uh, woo, this ride's going to be interesting. Lots of holiday traffic. The sun is brutal right now, right in my eyes. There, This might not go well, may not end well for me or another motor vehiclist. Uh, but anyway, re- quick review last week. Uh, I chickened out and made two lineups. Um, I was really high on Robert Foster, but I wasn't sure if he was a cash game play. But I had a lineup with him and Dalvin Cook in the Falcons defense. That one crushed it. Um, but then it was mitigated, negated uh, by a lineup with the Packers defense and some other guys that didn't. Oh, and Dak. It was just that was bad. That lineup was bad news. Uh, but I basically ended up almost canceling each other out completely evenly. Um, the lineup with Foster and the Falcons defense actually won a little bit more money, so technically I could have called it a win and moved to 11-4 and four on the year, but I'll call it a tie because I really couldn't call it a win. So 10-4-1 and one on the year, not bad at all. Um, all right, man, I'm beat. I took my 8th grade math students to my wife's kindergarten class up the road to help them build gingerbread houses today. I don't know how any human keeps track of 25 five-year-olds all day long. Uh, So I'm beat. This is probably going to be a quick one. At quarterback this week, uh, lots of value opening up. I think Dak's in a great spot. If I don't get to Dak in cash, I'm going to have a lot of him in GPP. He faces the man coverage Buccaneers at home. His splits at home and against man coverage are very good. So I like Dak this week. I think he's going to take down a GPP with Amari and Zeke. Uh, So I think I might go uh, a pretty high entry single entry tournament this week with Dak, Amari, and Zeke. I like that combo. Uh, And then I think Nick Foles is going to be the most popular cash game quarterback this week. Obviously fell victim to some touchdown variants last week. He uh, had Adams and Wendell Smallwood run in a few touchdowns on him, but this week against the Texans, they're a pass funnel. Um, Everybody knows Foles is a good quarterback. Led the Eagles to a a Super Bowl last year. Uh, Has a pretty good chemistry with Alshon. Spreads the ball around. I like Nick Foles this week a lot. Uh, and he's 4,700, so you could just jam in anybody you want with him. Uh, and then Taylor Heineke. I mean, he's he's 700 cheaper. I don't think he's going to be as popular this week because of Foles. If Foles wasn't starting and Heineke was the only uh, QB that was playable under 5K, I think we see a lot of him. But I think the uncertainty surrounding his skill set uh, this week and, and just in general, because we've only really seen him play in the preseason, is going to keep his ownership kind of low. But I don't mind going uh, Heineke at all if you need that 700. If there's a lineup that you could build with the extra 700 going from Foles down to Heineke, I think by all means do it. I don't think their median projection is too far off, but I do think 
Foles is a bit safer, and I think he'll be more popular just because he's a known commodity. Uh, at running back, I think Zeke is going to be the smash play. Uh, the Cowboys still have something to play for. The Bucks are awful. He is a huge part of the passing game the last few weeks, and uh, even not scoring and not, not getting in the end zone last week, Dallas terrible offensive effort. Zeke still put up 20 fantasy points, so you have to imagine that uh, this week with the implied total that they have, almost 28 points, he's going to um, get in the end zone and probably has the best shot at 30 fantasy points of all the stud running backs that are on the slate. Uh, From there, I think CMC, Christian McCaffrey, if we get word that he is going to be a full go, or if we get word that he might be limited a little bit. See, this is where this is where it gets tricky. I really like Christian McCaffrey. I mean, the Falcons give up a million receptions to a, to running backs every week. Uh, he's in a great spot. I think with Heineke there, they might lean on the run a tad more. Um, and even if Heineke runs a bit more than Cam did, if there's designed runs for Heineke, it opens up holes for McCaffrey because they have to commit defenders to that. Um, Potentially, rookie quarterback checks down a little bit more than Cam did. Cam, I mean, despite the fact that McCaffrey has a ton of receptions, Cam is often reluctant to check down. There'll be times when McCaffrey is wide open. He runs like an angle route or he just runs out into the flat. And there's nothing there except for McCaffrey. and, And Cam tries to, you know, upper body fling it into a window of three defenders. Uh, so maybe Heineke checks down a little bit more. I just have to monitor, you really have to monitor whether or not he McCaffrey's going to see the full complement of carries this week. Uh, probably unlikely. They might scale him back, but I think he still is probably going to get enough work to pay off that salary. Um, right below them, Barkley and Chubb, I think, are great GPP plays. Right, Barkley kind of stuck it to everybody last week uh thankfully i avoided it but um i think he left a sour taste in some mouths the giants don't have anything to play for and i think that a lot of people think that he may be scaled back a bit too so in that case not a bad dart throw chubb i love i think that he just runs rampant all over the Bengals this week um but i'm not sure maybe i do play chubb instead of mccaffrey or barkley not 100% sure at this point, but I really do like Chubb as well. I think Jamal Williams is a great play. They, he's literally the only running back left on the Packers roster except for uh, Capri Bibbs, who they just signed. So I think Jamal Williams is going to get all the work this week. I like him at 5,400. He caught four passes last week. So I think, uh, I mean, honestly, I don't think it's that big of a deal that he hasn't looked very inefficient. Oh, my goodness. The line to get off this exit is like 90 cars deep. This, I hate, I love Christmas, but I hate this, this kind of shit. Oh man, the road rage might be coming out today, guys. And then nobody wants to turn left. Everybody's afraid to merge. Nobody knows how to merge. People are fighting with each other in the middle of the road. I can't wait to just get home and not leave the house for six days. All right, anyway. Uh, at the low end, I think Elijah Maguire 
is a really nice play. Um, he's going to get – He's the last two weeks he's gotten a ton of touches, 20 touches each week, seeing a ton of targets. Um, if you see me stopping in between sentences here, it's because some jackass is doing something stupid and I have to pay a little bit more attention to the road. But nonetheless, I'll, I'm still here. Uh, And then I think potentially Tevin Coleman. I'm not a big fan of Tevin Coleman. He's been completely off the radar, off my radar the last few weeks. Uh, But obviously he did look good last week with no Edo Smith. So he's definitely an option. But I think I like Elijah McGuire better. um, And I like Jamal Williams better as well. And then Kalen Balaj. I don't know how I feel about him. I don't know how they're going to work him in. Everybody's saying that he's going to get more carries than Drake. I don't know if I believe it. Um, And I think we don't need to go all the way down to Balaj. Sure, take some dart throws on him in tournaments, but I don't think I'll have him in cash. At wide receiver, uh, we're staying low again this week. If If we're paying up for Zeke and Barkley or Zeke and Chubb, Zeke and McCaffrey, whomever it may be, um, I like a lot of guys in that mid four to five K range. Robbie Anderson seeing a ton of targets. He's definitely going to be very popular, but I think rightfully so. Alshon has a connection with Nick Foles. It's been documented very well in a lot of articles. Um, he does, he does target Alshon Jeffrey a lot. He's only 5,300. Um, he went over a hundred yards last week. Uh, I like Dante Pettis again this week, even against the bears. Uh, He's just too cheap. These Some of these guys are just too cheap. So those are going to be the three guys that I mainly target. I like Robert Foster again this week. I think the Bills need to throw the ball uh, to, to beat this Patriots team, and he's definitely in play. And then a lot of people are on the John Ross train, and that's fine, especially for GPPs because he's more of a home run hitter. But I think Alex Erickson, if you need a very cheap wide receiver, if you're trying to jam as many studs in your lineup as possible, I think Alex Erickson needs some uh, attention here. He, he definitely needs to be considered. He entered when Boyd left the game last week, and he saw five targets in the second half alone. Uh, I think the Browns are going to put it on the Bengals, so I think there's going to be a good game script there for the Bengals' passing attack. There's some second-unit chemistry there with Driscoll and Erickson. So I really do think that uh, he could have at least... Uh, a 4x, 5x day at his 3.5k salary. I don't, I, that's not out of the question at this point, 12 to 16 fantasy points. And I think tight end is pretty cut and dry as well. Evan Engram without Russell Shepard, without OBJ, uh, I think, and, and Engram, Engram isn't a commodity that they're going to sit for the second half like Barkley, right? So Engram will be in there. Um, I think even the week that they blew out the Redskins, Evan Engram was still played with the second unit, the second unit a little bit. Um, so I think Evan Engram at 4,500 saw a ton of targets last week, and I even mentioned on the podcast last week that I saw a beat writer saying that Eli and Evan Engram were working a ton in practice and during the game on the sidelines, trying to develop some type of rapport, or trying to get into a rhythm. They were working alone uh, on the sideline, away from the rest of the offense, and that definitely ended up being a good tip for last week. Um, if you don't want, if, if for some reason you don't want uh, Evan Engram, you can also look at George Kittle uh, or Blake Jarwin. Jarwin's gotten seven targets in the last two weeks, uh, so I think he's not a bad play either. 
As far as the Cash Core 4, I'm going to say Zeke, Robbie Anderson, Evan Engram, and fourth one's always tough for me. I'm going to go Alshon this week with uh, him being a favorite of Nick Foles and him seeing the primetime uh, pricing gaff there. You know, players that play in primetime often, often don't see their pricing change from week to week just based on the fact that their most recent game isn't taken into account. So I definitely think that Alshon is a, is a decent play. Zeke, Robbie, Alshon, and Engram is a nice core to build around. Uh, you can go CMC if you believe he's going to get the touches. If not, you could drop down to that Chubb-Jamal-Williams range. Uh, as far as high-priced wide receivers, I mean, Hopkins is nice if he plays. T.Y. is actually, I think, a sneaky tournament play. Um, the Giants are rated very well everywhere against wide receivers. Um, regular uh, fantasy points allowed, adjusted fantasy points allowed, etc., but they leak a ton of points to the wide receiver one. They've given up uh, the most points to wide receiver ones, in fact. So I think they are, uh, I don't know, just not very good against wide receiver one. So I think T.Y. Hilton has a pretty big game, uh, but not the rest of the Colts. Maybe a Luck and T.Y. stack by itself looks pretty good. All right, guys, this is the last pod before the holiday. Being a teacher, I have shit to do for the next 11 days. I hope you have some semblance of rest and festivities over the course of the next few days. Um, I'll be back with a week 17 pod. Uh, Check all my stuff out, fan share, four for four, etc., Appreciate you guys listening throughout the year. Hopefully this type of podcast, this style of just quick, get it to you. How about the irony here as I'm rambling on? Uh, these quick 15-minute, just let's let's hit what we need to hit and get out of here has been uh, something that you've enjoyed. Merry Christmas. I will talk to you next week. Thank you.